Hey folks, Nine Men's Morris is an ancient board game that combines the speed of checkers, the strategy of chess, and the simplicity of good old tic-tac-toe. It is easy to play, but difficult to master. Now opponents each start the game with nine playing pieces. The object is to either trap your opponent so he or she can no longer move or to capture all of their playing pieces except for two. The rules. First person to play puts a piece over any of the white circles on the game board. Second person follows suit, does the same. Your objective is to get three of your pieces in a row. This is called a mill. Now all the pieces in a mill must be on circles connected by lines on the game board. In other words, diagonal mills do not count. Now when you get a mill, you can remove and keep one of your opponent's pieces from the board. They call that a kill. The only time a piece can be removed from an opponent's mill is when there are no other pieces available except those in a mill. Like at the end of the game when your opponent only has three pieces and they're all in a mill and you make a kill, then you can remove a piece from the mill. Get it? Work with me. Now once both players have put down all of their pieces, this is called the placement phase of the game. They then take turns moving their pieces along the lines in an effort to form a mill. And we call this the movement phase of the game. That's placement first, then movement. You can only move one space at a time. You can't move diagonally. You may only move to adjacent open circles. There's no bumping, no jumping opponent pieces. Trust me, people try stuff like that. Now remember, the forming of a mill allows you to remove an opponent's piece. Now if you plan well, it's possible. It's not probable, it's not likely, but it's possible to play a piece that forms two mills. If this occurs, you can remove two of your opponent's pieces. You can make two kills. I've never seen this happen. That doesn't mean it won't. I've never seen this happen. The play continues until the player can no longer move or is left with only two playing pieces on the board. Whichever outcome, this person loses. Visual learners, I, I see y'all. See what I did with that? I can show you how to play better than I can tell you how to play. So let's see how it's done. Roll the demo. In this demonstration game of Nine Men's Morris, I'll show the two phases of the game. First phase is placement of all nine pieces. And the second phase, call that movement, where you're trying to arrange your nine pieces to trap the other man's nine pieces.
Now this game, speed, strategy, and simplicity combine to make it a subtle powerhouse. Y'all, this is a powerful game. Let me count the ways. One, folks from similar and different generations can compete in this game. Two, games end in five to ten minutes, so several games can be played simultaneously or in succession without folks getting bored. Three, game boards can be printed for free and placed in document photo frames from dollar stores. Four, game pieces can be the formal game pawns like the ones from the game Sorry or any uniform household item with a flat bottom. Think pennies, dimes, think colored applesauce caps. I've been collecting a lot of those for the last few years. Now these four elements I've shared allow Nine Men's Morris to be the centerpiece of a compelling, inexpensive, intra-generational event. Get the generations together. Imagine doing this at a family reunion. Imagine, put your thinking cap on now, middle, high school, and college students, along with professionals and retirees, all playing against each other in a large room with 16 tables. Work with me now, I'm about to do some math here. 16 tables. Now each table can host two games between two players simultaneously. This means 64 people, four people at each table, can be engaged and play 32 games simultaneously in the first round of a tournament. Each game requires one game board. Remember, it's a printout of the Nine Men's Morris grid placed in a dollar store document frame. Now my math says these 32 game boards should cost around $32. Now with games each taking 5 to 10 minutes each tournament round should take about 20 minutes. Now remember, 32 games simultaneously each game takes 10 minutes so all the games are over in about 10 minutes and you double the time for Murphy's Law's sake. Now a 64 player tournament will require 6 rounds to crown a champion which means that 120 minutes are required for gameplay. Add five minute breaks between each round, that adds another 30 minutes. That means 150 minutes, about two and a half hours, are required to conduct a tournament with 64 participants to identify one champion. Now let's add 30 minutes to that for breakfast or lunch, either before or after the tournament, whichever whatever. So on a Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. or from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the late arriving crowd, this game provides the main attraction of a great inexpensive mentoring event. You see that? Man, that's all right. Say la. Thanks as always for listening.